0: Hello, and welcome to the Right Brain Rounds podcast with Dr. Karina Muller. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this conversation. Please enjoy.
1: So, today uh, I would love to welcome Dr. Tara Rajendran to Right Brain Rounds. And this is one of our first uh, podcasts. And I just wanted to have her tell us a little bit about herself because she is a physician and musician. So go ahead, Tara. I'd love to hear your story.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Muller. First of all, I have to say that it's an honor to be here speaking to you, sharing my story. Thank you so much for that. No problem. So I i 'm a physician and a musician i'm twenty six years old. I graduated from medical school from India last year, and my medical school is Manipal University, which is the sixth uh, which is one of the six eminent institutes uh, of india and uh, while in medical school, I also pursued my bachelor's and master's in Divina so I play. I'm an instrumentalist. I play the veena, which is the national instrument of India. It is a seven-stringed, plucked, fretted instrument, which is made of wood. Um, And I used to play this from uh, my childhood, but uh, academically from college. And right now I'm pursuing my first year of PhD in music. And also I had started this initiative called Oncology and Strings which is nothing but a lecture concert series where I go to medical schools and conferences and cancer hospitals and advocate about instrumental music therapy. The importance of uh, particularly instrumental music therapy in palliative oncology and palliative medicine. So that is that.
1: That is awesome. So you... I mean, how did you even become interested in lecturing and talking to people about music and how it can be therapeutic in medicine?
0: So as a final year medical student, working especially in the obstetrics and gynecology departments, I had a severe physician born out. And one of those days I had night shift and I came back around 8 a.m. to my hostel room and I broke down and I was crying and it was, uh, I was exhausted beyond a point. And during those days, I never used to practice music much, although I did have my instrument with me. And that day I took my instrument and I played for 15 minutes. And that was kind of life changing. So that day I realized that there was something because after playing the instrument, uh, the music, I felt that my, I was, I was becoming like more calm and some kind of all the anxiety, all the stress I had was going away. I don't know what was the neurobiology behind that, but it was surreal and it was magic. It was magic. And, and that is when I happened to read more about music therapy and what is the neurobiology behind that. And one of those days I went for an elective in the United States and I happened to know this physician burnout is a huge thing and it's global. It's there everywhere. It's there in India, it's there in the United States, it's there everywhere. Um, and also another thing that I was always interested in oncology and I happened to rotate uh, in uh, uh, oncology rotations, like everywhere in India and the US, so that way I happened to have exposure to cancer patients who were who who were undergoing a lot of stress um, related to anxiety uh, to the diagnosis and chemo, uh, the treatment, the management, uh, the prognosis, etc. And uh, and I realized that music could be uh, one of the things that could make them feel a little less stressed about what uh, they were going through, and so that was the beginning. And my mentor was really kind, and he told me that since you are interested in music and oncology, why don't you combine both? Um, he was at Harvard; he's the uh, advisory dean at Harvard Medical School. So he told me uh, he directed me to one of the music therapists uh, at Philadelphia, and that was the beginning, And I had a talk with her and then she said, uh, uh, you should never underestimate your ability to practice music therapy uh, as a physician, because uh, to be, in order to be a music therapist, you need to have a certification, board certification in music therapy, which I didn't have. But then she said, uh, uh, do not underestimate that, but then you can just play music as a therapeutic music therapy in your floors, to your patients, to the infusion center. So that'll be excellent. And then when I returned back to India, as a, I was still a medical student. So I, I, I had the privilege of being the co-principal investigator of a randomized control trial on music therapy on head and neck cancer patients. Uh, we just concluded this study. So we are still on the anal- analysis part. Sure. And uh, so, uh, and then I, again, like when I went back to Stanford, I happened to interact with a patient and I said, I'm a musician. So she said, okay, what do you play? Then I showed this music of what some some clip I had of uh, me playing the wiener. Then she said, um, OK, this is wonderful. And that was like, and she was an American patient and she was never exposed to um, Indian music, but then she, she found it really fascinating. So that was like, OK, music do not have any language, right? So then I thought of giving a small lecture concert to the people I know. It started really small. Uh, it was in Stanford University campus. It was a small lounge. Uh, where I invited my oncologists, my mentors, my nursing practitioners and my friends. Um, And it was just a lecture on how music therapy, how music in general can affect uh, human brains and uh, especially in stress, anxiety and depression. Uh, And that which followed by a small recital. Um, and uh, following that, when I went to India, my own home medical school gave me a, an amazing platform to launch oncology and strings. Um, and after that, I never had to look back. And I had I was invited at uh, Tata Memorial Hospital, which is one of the it's like an uh, it's like the NIH of the United States in India. Uh, so I was invited there as the chief guest for their uh, World Mental Health Day program and the World Hospice and Palliative Care Day program. Uh, and uh, following that, I delivered a TEDx talk on the same name in the same name, which is oncology and Strengths and uh, I covered around like seven sessions and eight cities and uh, it is uh, just going brilliant. And also, uh, so that was the inspiration. I think I received inspiration from my own personal experience of physician burnout and also from the patients, uh, cancer patients, and also from my mentors uh, support, et cetera. So these three things inspired me to start Oncology and Strengths. And now what I'm doing is I have uh, uh, started recording music, specifically for therapeutic music therapy to play it in the receptions of cancer centers or palliative care centers. So I have, uh, I have MP3 clips of my music and it's kind of an album, which is called this Corde Tentine. It's heartstrings. Nice medical so, name. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I am, uh, I'm lending the free music It's absolutely free of cost to palliative centers and uh, hospitals. So,
1: yeah, that's that a new. And it's so edition. generous of you. I mean that that's a wonderful gift from your heart, the corda tendon. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's very I, sweet I, of you to say. Yeah. Not to be cheesy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: Thank you. I <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: appreciate it. Tell me though about when your journey in music started. How how old were you when you started playing the Vina? Um,
0: so I I started uh, singing. My music training started with vocal, uh, which was when I was five years old. And I started uh, uh, my Vena training when I was seven years old. And my first public uh, performance was around, I think nine in vocal and uh, I think 11 in Vena. And it was an invited national music uh, festival performance. Um, and ever since I've been playing at temples and all these prestigious platforms where the audience is the elitist group of people who, uh, who know about music, who have trained in music, um, uh, who, uh, I I mean, when they listen to music, they will analyze your musical grammars and musical techniques. But then I, after a point again, like in medical school, I thought like, why am I doing this? I mean, that's, that's amazing at one hand, but then as a physician, I think I have a, I could have a better goal, uh, which is to help patients with my music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And at the age of 13, I was part of Girl Guiding and I received the National Award for Girl Guiding. And, uh, I, oh, and I also had a proficiency badge of musician. Um, yeah.
1: That is so wonderful. I... I'm still so impressed that you continue to share that with your patients, knowing how much music meant to you. And especially in that moment where you realized that you hadn't been in touch with yourself and with music for so long because you had been working on your career as a woman in medicine. And then, you know, finally realized that, you know, the two can overlap, and it can be helpful to you as kind of an escape or also a self therapy. Um.
0: Self therapies, it's yeah. kind of self compassion and mindfulness as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, like a a form of meditation, and you know, hundred on everyone's minds these days, and right? It
0: was like a form of meditation and listening to your own soul voice was kind of a different experience. Yeah,
1: sure, sure. Um, So do you see um, continuing to practice music and play music as a form of um, self-compassion?
0: Yes, I do see because um, I think one of the paths to attain self compassion or being kind to yourself is, I think, practicing meditation or mind being mindful, and, and you know, the process of mindfulness. So, I think it's one of the paths. So, I, I chose music. Since I, I was trained in music, I think it was quite easy for me to think of music first. There are many other paths as well, but I think for me, it's music. It's, it's meditation and it's uh, a path to self-compassion. Yeah.
1: Sure. Do you have a message um, that you'd like to relay to other women in medicine about burnout or ways to... Um help themselves if they're dealing with either depression or burnout in um, their training. Mm -hmm.
0: It's very interesting that when I've worked all over that all over the world, it's just that I, I have come across this wonderful women physicians who were like, who were like really passionate about, it could be like fine arts. Sometimes it's performing arts or sometimes sports. But before medical school, so they were doing excellently well in uh, probably, um, um, uh, probably like badminton or or dancing or something else. But after medical school, they they completely cut down, and especially during residency and fellowship training, they completely quit on whatever they were excellent at. And now, especially women, when it uh, when it comes to um, women's physicians, it's just that they have a family to take care of. They have uh, their busy hours of working and whatever they were good at that extracurricular or whatever you may call that takes a back burner. And I think that is something I have to speak here today that, you know, if you think, if you believe that you have time and if you are passionate about something, you will make time. And I think that's very important because you are the most important person in your life. And, you have to pursue your passion. I'm not saying uh, after the work hours, when you get back home, like practice for one hour or two hours. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But at least five minutes a day, if you're a musician practicing and keeping in touch with your instrument for five minutes a day, it makes a huge difference personally and uh, for your mental health. And I think it will give a better quality of life when you... Uh, when you follow your passion and especially music, or even if it is painting, like paint a bit, paint for five minutes a day. I think that will be uh, great. I think that's uh, a message I want to convey to the women physicians out there that listen to your heart, listen to your own soul voice and
1: uh, yeah. Listen to your own soul's voice. That is awesome. I I definitely agree with that. You know, women yeah. need to hear that more in our field. Yeah. Now, I yeah. just wanted to see, do you think you could get us, give us a little sample of your musical ability? Sure, definitely.
0: Just, uh, it's in the other room. So just give me one minute.
1: Sure, no problem. I know I've just been so impressed with Dr. Tara's um, ability to juggle a busy medical career research and um, continuing to pursue her career in music. I am just amazed and um, it was really wonderful just happening to meet her on LinkedIn um, with the physician musician connection. Um, I myself uh, have a bachelor's degree in music and um, And my instrument is the flute. Um, And so we connected and were able to have a Zoom meeting and and meet up with one another and talk about um, the things that we have in common and um, how medicine and music can um, overlap in many different ways. So she's going to play for us now. wonderful is this okay this is perfect
0: okay (laughs)
2: i <laughs> Thank <laughs> you
1: that was awesome thank you thank you so much dr tara
0: Thank you so much. One second. Can I connect it to the?
1: Thank you so much. Of course. It was so awesome to play and to also see the emotion on your face as you played and you just looked so relaxed and so like professional. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So thank you so much. And um, we will um, definitely ask to talk to you again. And Mm -hmm. uh, I I would love to hear the rest of the oncology and strings and um, your research, you know, once you have everything all um, laid out and the statistics done um, about how things turned out.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And anybody listening who are going through physician burnout or any kind of stress or anxiety, depression, uh, they can check out my website where music is free. You can download the music free of cost. It's in the MP3 versions. You can download it in your phone and listen to it like whenever you want. I have composed it in six different tunes according to the Indian classical Raga system. Uh, so, which is supposed to be happy tunes, happy ragas, which will make you really uh, calm and joyous. So, they are available if when you just type Tara Rajendran, my name on the Google, the first, my website will come on first, and there you can find oncology and strengths and downloads. You can, anyone can download it free of cost.
1: That is wonderful. And we will put that in the show notes as well so that sure directly um click and link right up to your website um Definitely. I, I like doing that for people and um so that they can have a way to release thank mm-hmm. you thank you so much
0: thanks very very much for this opportunity and that wraps up today's episode thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to this channel and to leave a review this helps make it easier for others to find right brain rounds. If you would like more information and resources from Dr. Muller, please visit ladydocs.com. That's L-A-D-Y-D-O-X.com.